and welcome back to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Yue, joined by Christine Mijing Chang, my co-host. What's up? And today we have the Travis Graham. Travis Atreo. Hello, hello. He added 19 extra names of the same name. (laughs) Well. What What should we refer to you as? Uh, Travis Atreo. Yeah, Travis Atreo. Of the YouTube and the internet and <laughs> the mic. I first got I first got introduced to him as, oh yeah, he's the New Heights guy. Yeah, that's that how was, I that knew Travis. How, yeah. Travis like, from New Heights. There you go. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was it for a long time. And now you have taken flight. Trying to. Trying yeah. to fly. Yeah. When did you move to um, LA from Seattle? Uh, so I moved here in 2013. August 2013. Dang, it's already been two years. I know, isn't that crazy? It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, who's I? I was talking to someone the other day, and it was crazy. I was like, "Dude, we haven't. When's the last time I saw you?" And he was like, "It was like two years ago, something like that." And we met like five years ago, but it seemed like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of how it is. We 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 learned. It's funny how you can be like I don't know four miles from someone, but not see them for like four years, but you still see their social media, and you think. Oh, no, I see them all the time. Yeah. But it's literally, you just see them. We get that from this podcast. We get that from, yeah. People feel like they hang out with Minji all the time now. Because <laughs> you hear, they hear her voice. They hear my opinions, my thoughts about all the things. I haven't spoken to them in months. And they're like, <laughs> I know this. Like, you know, see, that's okay. why I, I, I couldn't, I didn't understand Snapchat before. Yes. But now I finally get it just because I feel like I can experience someone's day. Yeah. Without having to be there right yeah. speaking of which i'm going to snapchat this <laughs> i've been on this kick i was like i'm a, i'm a late adopter i'm oh me too for sure marvin knows <laughs> late to the game yeah snapchat actually me and my um my business school buddies actually started using snapchat um just for fun we'd be like different sides of a, the same like house party and we just snapchat each other oh when nice. was that how when you, you were it in was school that was like 2013 see yeah oh, dang, like, you were yeah. like on it people were well, using we, it so long ago we just started using it to because like Basically, when you first get it, it's like, I don't know. I think we're just being obnoxious. It's just like we were Snapchatting each other through our friend who doesn't have Snapchat. <laughs> so like he'd sit in the middle of the two of us while we Snapchat each other. It's like really Snapchat annoying. inception. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, when I first heard about it, it was like the, the, the concept. I was like, oh, well, that's a great way for like children or weirdos yeah. to sext. Well, yeah, That was a general consensus. Oh, this is just like for dick pics. Yeah. 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 Like, for sure. That's And so I was just, okay, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to stick to Instagram. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. There you go. But there's something freeing about like for me, for me like, like when you go out, you take tons of pictures, yeah. but like, to be honest, it's just kind of cluttering up your Instagram. Oh my feed, gosh! That, right? and, then, and then it tells like I can't even open up my phone yeah. or my picture app because right. It's like, or if you want to find many. a picture you want to see, you have to scroll down like yeah. all your yeah. food pictures yeah. or your scenery pictures or yeah. like your sunset pictures. <laughs> and I forget to, like, to delete it. those all the, the time. Sunset yeah. pictures are my pictures. <laughs> you don't take any. You take food pictures. So now I get sunset Snapchats, which you know at least I see it and it's gone. And there you go. It's actually it's it's good and you're for. There. We have a you know hot Aaron. Oh right. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he's. I think him and like two other people are the only ones that I like avidly follow on their stories. He has like His next ridiculous. level Snapchats yeah. where he's actually talking to me through Snapchat. Like <laughs> that's directly. how he communicates. We called it last week. We're like, oh yeah, did you see Aaron's Snapchat? Because he wore a shirt that said fa- hashtag Fashion on Fleek. Right, that I was saw his that. Shirt. I did see that. Yeah, we're, and we're, then and then we called it out on, and then he Snapchatted him listening, listening to no the podcast. <laughs> And then it's not, it's like, yeah. And now we're talking about and him now we're again. talking about Damn it, Aaron. Oh, he wait. Went. Was that get what? Out I, of my head. I didn't get a chance to hear what he was doing. I just saw him with yeah. his phone. So that's what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. See? Yeah. No, he's He wins. He does win because he's, he, he's so on it. And I just sit there and I'm like at home and he's out in his minivan parking. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and then he goes, parking. nailed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nailed <laughs> it. And then he's always he eating something really good, yeah. drinking really good coffee, drinking a beer that I all of a sudden want. Yeah. Like, it's 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 funny. It's Is he really drink? I think sometimes he's just eating, like, a regular-ass sandwich. Like <laughs> Maybe it's just the way I'm that saying. he does it. This is how social media influences our perceptions of, like... I could see Hot Aaron taking over Snapchat someday. Hell yeah. Yeah. He already gonna, is. Yeah. I mean, what, I well, I mean, he's already going to. He gives me I grief. He's like, you're call, so late. <laughs> he's what we call a power user. I wonder what his score is. No, he told me actually it's like several thousand. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 
I mean, when when Snapchat gets monetized, level. he's the first one they'll go to. Have you seen? Oh. They've monetized like the stories, like the Billboard Music Awards. I was, spe- I was wondering. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have sponsored. And then like ads. the LA mm-hmm. yeah. feed has like Pitch Perfect ads on it. Oh, well, oh, yeah, like, that's yeah. true. Yeah. No, I like I like those Discover things too. I, I mean, love them. It's it's really fun. Like until I figured it out, you know, then then I actually like it. And that's what I'm saying. In 2015, we finally I got know. on the train. But I feel like everyone that's like around our age is like just getting on it now yeah you know yeah. like those 12 year olds have been on it for like ever They're like it's so yesterday yeah. we're like because mm. <laughs> well, i always I mean, wondered what's going to be next like what's after instagram yeah. you know well when they added stories it kind of opened up ways yeah to kind of just a show off and b when they added the like the geotag stories then it became mm-hmm. the geotag stories i like showing all like, your personal things like, yeah shorts, I, CD, I love those like yeah i'm like love. stockholm like yeah. i gotta see what's happening in stockholm today yeah yeah, yeah. we were I, I went i say i went to abu dhabi <laughs> <laughs> you know, totally i know i feel like i was there we went to you know the marketplace and yeah. whatever it's so cool yeah, and i was like, in that's perth the other day it was like, <laughs> lovely it was a beautiful it was like new day. delhi like yeah that week, one was cool and, um, it was dublin reminded me of a oh that's oh cool. my gosh dublin yeah Marvin's all about the Irish accent. He's really trying to perfect really? it. One oh, day man. he's planning to do a whole podcast in the Irish accent, and I think that's the only way to go if you're really <laughs> dedicated to this. It's hard. Got to be method. I've, I've totally. actually been working on my Chinese intro. I'm going to do it next time. Nice. Um, I can't wait to hear it. Is on. I, I love it. It's going to be all in Mandarin, and you're all going to be like, either "Ooh, that's interesting," or "What the f is he talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more thing for the Snapchat thing because. I've been seeing everybody else's and everyone has like a different style because you kind of get to see people's personalities who do they always do selfie mode? Do they always do away from them? How do they whatever? Mm -hmm. It's a little experiment to me. For me, I'm using it as like this is I can learn how to film things like these are little daily experiments of like how to shoot stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sort of maybe. No, I agree. It's funny how I like, you know, selfies used to be like the dirty word yeah like everyone but then it's funny because if if a friend of mine that i follow on instagram or on snapchat if they're not in it i'm yeah. less interested <laughs> i'm like i want to i want to see hot aaron well, i mean the thing <laughs> is, i want to like, see his face selfies aren't it's not a new thing it's become kind of a culturalized thing but like people have been painting self portraits for like it's true since paintings good were point. you know that's a but very good just like didn't... i'm sure like the first cave painting was you know yeah someone painting themselves you know yeah there's no cave yeah. selfie yeah right? <laughs> that should be the photo for this podcast <laughs> can we photoshop something where it's like i don't know a cave selfie a cave selfie i'm a sure cave, they do like cave selfie they're like oh shadow and then oh, oh shadow. shadow's me and then they paint it right they like Ooh, trace uh-huh. over the shadow <laughs> oh, i'm sure yeah. our you know caveman ancestors were you know artsy like that I we're mean, all just trying to understand ourselves yeah yeah <laughs> hashtag paleo <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we're just like what do you think people like like you know how, like when dogs see the reflection they think it's another dog yeah like the first person when they saw their own reflection oh my gosh they what probably do they think? lost like, it there's, there's something in the water guys yeah yeah totally <laughs> what is that what is that keeps running away that? yeah uh it's okay i'm i'm saying this from like the entertainment perspective because we're always talking about artists putting their stuff out there and like the whole selfie generation people have all this commentary on that Mm -hmm. it's interesting for you because you are constantly putting out content for me i'm kind of entering this new let's put videos in my even snapchat freaked me out because i'm like i couldn't there's something very unsettling about and again even this podcast like marvin experienced it listening to yourself totally watching yourself yeah. like seeing all your expressions and like wow i really sound like ew like yeah. <laughs> all the things right and so he he's had his moments of like i sound oh my god like <laughs> i sound like a moron <laughs> and i, I was like i sound that. like really obnoxious <laughs> whatever but how's that for you because like did you have that whole Ew, I don't want to put this out in the universe because I look and sound and... So for those of you who don't know, yeah. Travis, he is a most beautiful singing voice man <laughs> who makes songs. The Filipino of... angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Dark Angel, Jessica Alba. <laughs> Jessica Alba. Oh. <laughs> is she part Filipino? No, I just the Dark Angel, Filipino angel. I thing. just always wonder, anyway. I don't know. She's one of those like... Part angel. She's like, <laughs> she's one of those people who like, you can kind of, it's like, Jiggle, right? Justin Gore, like, 
He looks could Asian. Could be part Asian, but he's really yeah. not. He's not. Or like, like the yeah. the the rumor. I actually looked it up. You know that that Pharrell is Asian. He's actually not. Yeah, that's that was the rumor that, about Pharrell forever. I yeah. thought he was. For, I know until recently. Yeah, and then he just find out he's like half vampire. It's yeah, like, <laughs> he just doesn't. He doesn't age. age yeah, ever. Yeah. No, I think I mean definitely. You know, starting out, it was it was awkward. You know, um, and I mean it still is weird. You know, at times I think. You know, if you do it enough times, you just kind of like, but, but I feel like that, that criticism that, you know, that, that internal criticism, you know, we're always going to be our biggest critic mm-hmm. and we're always going to be like, oh no, why did I make that face? Or Ugh, what I, I sound so dumb. You I know, it's everything. Yeah. I think, I think that you just, I don't know if it's like it gets better with time, but you just get used to it somehow. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever stop critiquing yourself. I don't think, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it's definitely still as odd at times, um, to see myself or hear myself. I know I'm going to listen to this and be like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, you Why? started fronting a band, right? So I'm sure mm-hmm. that the kind of, you know, when you're like in the, like, you guys are kind of rock, pop, kind of like. Yeah. That kind of, and, you know, when you're in a band, it's almost more about attitude, right? When you're on stage and like. Totally. Of, you know. Yeah. I used yeah. to have these weird, like, like, I love Lord, you know, and her little like cat-like <laughs> things. And I, I feel like. Like looking back at the old tape of like me as a lead singer, I I used to like do those things, and I don't know whether it was because I was young and I thought that was cool, or whether it was just a weird tick that I had. But a lot of times I'm like, why did I do that? This one time I like, I I did this weird like like I I swept my arm from like the right side of me to the left. Okay. And Chris Kwok, the guitarist and the other writer in the band, he was making fun of me he was like he's sweeping the nations with his <laughs> arm and they were just making fun of me so much and i'm like i don't even remember doing that was, like was it recorded move, like the yeah it was pretty much like a bye 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 yeah like a bye 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 slowly <laughs> nice oh it was terrible but i mean when you're up there you kind of you just get into it right you do yeah, yeah. like as cheesy as it and cliche as it is it's like the music does take over yeah somehow and you i mean I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's great though. I think that's the ultimate goal is especially well for an art from being the artsy fartsy side. If you can be that into it that you really in that moment don't care how yeah. you look sound like anything. Yeah. That's when you're the most free and I think for, for me that's what I envied artists like they're just so free. Yeah. They're just in the moment and just the same way though when she gets on stage <laughs> and that beat drops like you don't oh care. My God. She drops. She don't care. <laughs> she don't it's care what good. she looks like. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. That's just the bay area, you know. Yeah. Side of her. <laughs> Go dumb. She just goes dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I feel like we all need to adopt that. Like everyone, just go dumb sometimes. So we're gonna good. do the next show when she goes on stage to do her speech until um our DJ Gay drop yeah. the beat. Drop oh my the god, beat. stop it! That's drop horrible. Drop some E forty. That's <laughs> such horrible sabotage because it will take over. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Put on some ninety slow jams. See what happens. Oh my god, oh man! Then everyone will go crazy. Well, because Travis, we worked. To, I mean, Travis used to be here all the time, and we would just like mm-hmm. you know talk about production and whatever. And if his songs like. We all know this when songs. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. It's like you know that you know that a song is good when you make an ugly face. Yes. I learned that from Jay Z. <laughs> Jay Z said that one time in a documentary. He's like, yeah. If you don't make the stank face, and it's like, all right, cool. But if you make the stank face, and you like, you look around, everyone's got a stank face. Like somebody like pissed their pants. <laughs> then it's like, okay, something's hot. Like we're on to something. That just reminds me of like John Mayer face, like when exactly. he's like doing like a sick like solo, and just exactly. like looks like he's constipated. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from the beginning because he's into that guitar. There's something <laughs> very hot about that. You know, That's everyone's true. like, like guys would constantly question because we were all. This was in high school. I remember uh-huh. it, was, it was high school when like Bodies Wonderland. Bodies days. Wonderland, mm-hmm. and we we're all like, oh my god, it's John Mayer. It's so hot, you know. <laughs> but guys are like, why, why, why is he hot? Like, yeah. They couldn't get it, but there's something very confident and very, yep, yep. you know, free and like. Your body awesome. is the one that's one of those songs where, like, I first heard it. Oh, it's pretty catchy. It's cool. One of my friends who went to um, another high school, she went to, she actually went to Berkeley. She like sent it down to me um, mm-hmm. when I was in high school via MP3. And then yeah. like, yep. yeah, and I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And then I started listening some more. I was like, this song's about sex. Yeah, right. You don't know <laughs> it. You don't realize it. And then you're like, whoa, this is like a sexy song. Like, yeah. it is very crap. sexy. Your body is a. It's in the title, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I it just, took a while wait, for me wait to Wait a light bulb, Marvin. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, your body's a wonderland. That made no like, connection. Do you remember that head. old song, um, The Lips of an Angel, that went around? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then like, all, all the girls, oh, this is a beautiful song. And then you listen like, this song's about cheating. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this song's totally. about adultery. 
<laughs> is it isn't the same thing here's to the night that was actually our prom song in high yeah, school yeah. by mm-hmm. eve six i used to it, love that song that's about that a one-night gr- stand was- as well Here's the night. It's like yeah. the night we it's, felt alive. Yeah. Oh my it's god! It just blew my stand. mind, Minji. Yeah. I just I always thought of that as a graduation song. I, me too. Tis yeah. not. That's but how kind of we. That was like, came out the time. If you tell me that the pink graduation song isn't my graduation, I will just get up and leave right now. <laughs> Which song? Wait, no. It's, who was that? Vitamin C? Vitamin C. Vitamin C. I thought yes. it was pink. No. I just. I think colors. they both had pink Color. hair. Yeah. I think yeah. I remember that. But I think back then everyone had like puka shells up. and and like popped polos <laughs> and very big jeans. And, I didn't get in the puka um, shells because, <laughs> just because. But I do remember like it used to be like the Hawaiian striped shirts. Remember? Oh yeah, yes. I think I had everything on at once, like what we were talking about right now. Can that be Did the you photo also for have this the podcast? Tips? Oh, I totally had the bleach. T- I actually had Dragon Ball Z hair. Like, really? I had oh the my bangs. god, no, you did not. I did. I had oh. bangs and I had it spiked, and I it was like. Like blonde, I had. The I have spikes. to see this photo. This has to blonde, be the photo yeah. for the podcast. Oh my! Or all gosh. three of ours. I, I had the like the, the, my my aunt called it pineapple hair. That's really. It was like you know the sides and then like you just slick it up. Did you right? did you wear a visor? I used to wear. a yeah. visor. I had a Nautica visor. Yes, Nautica. Of course yes. you did, dude. Nautica. I feel like did. was a Fortune 500 company in the 90s. For real, from the Asians. Yeah, from the Asians. Yeah, yeah. Where did it go? Exactly. We va- we vanished. Oh, people still wore Nautica, like you but, know, I mean, the East Coast, like, like the people, people on the yachts. Like, yachts and, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, like, that's justifiable. Yeah. I feel like, but everyone East Coast is boat man. Everyone used to have those have Nautica. Boat. Did you guys oh, really? do studio photos? I didn't. No, I didn't. But everyone did. I had a did. stack of people on uh, my friends. Yes, photos. And you had. Yeah. You had. It was like if you didn't we get didn't one, have Instagram. You weren't their friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? exactly. Yeah, you felt honored. You're like, I get one, yeah. and they write you a little note in the back. Oh my yeah. gosh! You know, there was With a the there was pens. a place actually in Federal Way where I grew up uh, called Star Shots, and that's where <laughs> everyone went. Everyone went. But here's the thing: everyone's wearing matching like white t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like all the girls wore like white tank tops. The, and... halter, no, the spaghetti strap, right? What was it? Yeah, like, the... those yeah. were not allowed at school. So yes, they were a thing exactly. Yeah. They were they were in your picture. <laughs> but but this is what happened: the star shots got shut down. I think my junior year or sophomore year because of like molestation or something like that. Oh or, my really? god! Because yeah. there's so many teenage girls. Exactly. Going That's and shady. So they got shut down. The head photographer went to jail or something like that. Oh my god! <laughs> Crazy. I, I, honestly, it's like okay, it was only a matter of time. Yeah. Like well, really. okay. Honestly, the reality is a lot of shady stuff happens all yeah. the time, but. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Who, where are they going to get Especially their like, sepia, sepia colored black or in black and white know, yeah, studio sepia. photos where they're glowy? This <laughs> is before filters. Exactly. You want glossy or matte? <laughs> exactly. God. Oh, Not man. to gloss over molestation charges. That's really upsetting. I mean, whatever. But. You know, it's like, but I will say this. I mean, obviously, I'm not sticking up for anybody, but it's like, come on. The business from the from the beginning, it's like you're taking pictures of a bunch of 12 year old 13 year old yeah. girls yeah but then you also but yeah. i don't think of that when I, you know you're just yeah. a kid, but then you mix like, with the general, pretty like, with my friends yeah mm-hmm. i mean you mix them with general like kind of there's kind of maybe i don't know if it's stigma or some sort of like thing but like like the older asian mm-hmm. brother syndrome kind of like where they're kind of like Let oh little sister you know do we want to get started you know? on that <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> the opa thing <laughs> oh man but Studio yeah. pictures were fun. That's I still so have mine. You guys seriously brought me down memory lane. That's crazy. I forgot about all that. Yeah, I used I to had have the string all bangs. Them. You oh. did? Yeah, hell yeah. Apparently, so did Travis. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, see, we, I have Filipino hair. I always wanted Korean hair because all my all my friends <laughs> were Korean and their hair was so straight. And I'm like, you guys look like you're in an anime. Like I like I want your hair. I had the I had the like the two strands, but it wasn't long enough to like you know. There's so much that went just down their cheek, right? Yeah, and I. Was, I wanted that. It's just the H-O-T and it's like the only bleach, H-O-T. like the bleached yep. thing. Yep. Right, yeah. Oh, I remember I, the first time that I I bleached my hair, it burned like a. <laughs> did you guys have? I never puppy did vests? it. Yeah. What puffy vests? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I had puffy. Do you guys vest. have performance fleece? Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I don't know if you guys you guys were, but we had we wore like the Gap or only be anoraks, like the. Oh yeah. That was totally. a thing for a second. Besides the fleece, it was the fleece, mm. the Nautica jacket, or the anorak. That's true. And then we also were the like, one strap. Yeah, we were like the Jinko and Angel Jinko. Blue Dream jeans yep. with like the chain. Yeah. The chain. Yeah. Did you listen to Corn? I wasn't that big of a fan of Corn. <laughs> I feel like everyone. I... I feel like mostly everyone wasn't a big fan, but if you were in that group, you had to act like you were. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, well, everything that you were in, whatever group you were in, you had to hyper. Like you'd be ultra whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Ultra My school K-pop. was more. It was more Linkin Park. It was more prevalent. Oh yeah, school, yeah. yeah. Okay. That time, yeah. I 
listen to Linkin Park the other day because they've been playing Linkin Park a little bit more on the radio lately. It's yeah, they still, have a new single, right? It, it was, it was, uh, it was in the end. So it was. Oh, it was all college is my go-to. Like, I'm really emotional. I need to. Yeah, like, but it helped scream. me at the moment yeah. that I listened. It was very. I was like, wow, it still helps. Yeah, Thank that, you. that hybrid theory album. I still yeah. listen it to it when I'm at the amazing. gym. Amazing. My friend calls it "Drowning in Oblivion" in the Lincoln Park. I love it. Just was it? Oh, I remember people either were, were on the Lincoln Park thing for like releasing all their emo ness, or Dashboard Confessionals became. Oh my a thing. gosh, Dashboard's more like. <laughs> let me just tell you, yeah. it's da- different emotion. Different emotion. Dashboard was like, he was like, I don't know, like an apostle to me. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. You know what's crazy is that um, my best friend AJ texted me yesterday and or two days ago and. He's, he he sent me this link and I clicked on it and it was the dashboard unplugged. It's on YouTube, <laughs> oh but it's God. from MTV and all like all these kids are like around him. They're singing every single word and I'm sitting there singing every single word along. Sleep with all the lights on. And, like seriously, that like brought me back and it was funny because I'm like, man, his vocals, to be honest, were not that spot on, but it didn't matter. Yeah, it, it was didn't. like totally just it's all about like remember what I was saying that like, if I was ever in a rock band, I wouldn't have to sing well, I just have to be loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, it's like the whole yeah. attitude thing. If you yeah, have yeah. the attitude, you convey the emotion that you're supposed to convey. <clears throat> There's a lot of singers that like they don't have the best quality voice, but they make great songs. Yeah. So it's like Well it's like, you know, like the killers, you know, Brandon Flowers. It's, it's funny. I, I remember being like, I don't think he's like spot on, but people are if you <laughs> don't no honestly it sounds better that he's not yeah. Because it's like the whole, it's like, yeah, exactly. If if it's the genre, you know, it's like yeah. rock. It's like, it's more about that attitude. Yeah, I rock is all about it. It's, it's like angst. It's like yeah. you're just letting everything loose, you know? Exactly. I wish I had gotten more into it because I feel like during the 90s, there were there was such a great rock scene going on that I wasn't really into at the time because at yeah. the time I was super into R&B and all that, you know, yeah. Is that stuff. more of a Bay Area thing or is it I have like... no idea because I'm sure that there were tons. I mean, thinking back, just I'm like reliving middle school right now. I mean, you guys had <laughs> Green Day. Yeah, and, like no, everybody, yeah. Th- there were definitely people who were really into that. You could tell by like when I saw Fresh Off the Boat with the grunge. You know, <laughs> yeah. there were people who yep. were totally into it. I just yeah. wasn't. So, but I was in like TLC. I was into, I remember yeah. Usher came into my life in seventh grade. Yeah. And um, I went and. I mean, especially like that time, middle school, high school, it was all yeah. about who you ran with. Like, you're right. like, who, who your you, crew? Yeah. If you, were, if you yeah. were listening to like Corn, but all your friends listened to, you know, Usher, they'd be like, Ugh, it wouldn't like, make yeah. sense. Weird. Why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Middle school's like, I have some middle school teacher friends now. And yeah. the, it's really funny to hear just how much of a difference being 11 to 13 is compared is to being okay. older than that. Like, it's yeah. a very special time of angst and, like... I feel like they're just so smart. <laughs> because just... because there's so much information available. Like, I mean, you remember... I remember watching Carmen Sandiego when I was younger, <laughs> and I remember the Encyclopedia Britannica was, yes. like, your prize. Yeah. I'm like, why would anybody want that? Like, who has the shelf, like, I for did. that? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, would, I would go I to the older. library... Yeah. Do my research there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You like you check out S. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then you just you go to the computer, not to go online, but to search where the book is. Yeah. And then you yep. go to where the book you is. Right. You write it out on a little piece yeah. of paper, piece of and paper a little with half a pencil. Yeah. yeah. Like I skipped that the you Dewey, can't fully hold. I skipped yeah. the, the the Dewey Decimal card thing. Yeah. Because exactly. our age was like, oh, this computer, you can use it to find the book for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The Dewey the- Decimal System. Oh my God, I haven't heard of that. Wait, <laughs> so- the, what, is that the card thingy? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. They taught us. Th- I mean, I, I can probably still use it. That's how. Like, really? Because it's like That's awesome. I mean, this is back when libraries were organized. I'm sure now the, the library is like a wasteland, right? It's like a Mad Max yeah. wasteland. There's nothing yeah. there. No, no one's there. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, know. you can stay out so I can go peacefully. <laughs> it's awesome. I still love libraries. But yeah, like I think I think this generation they have you know the encyclopedia. Wikipedia Britannica on like you know we all they have Wikipedia okay Google exactly you don't Wikipedia. have to type it anymore yeah. you know like I looked up like beef and broccoli recipe yesterday <laughs> and it's like it found it for me easily yeah I mean I, I know I've said this on the podcast before but in the future like kids like it's not it won't be about learning how to remember facts and stuff it'll be learning how to like use it Ooh, right? that's, because, that's good because everything they, everything they need to know they can just search and in the future exactly. they'll have you know, computer chips in your brain that can like instantly but again them, I can see that for knowledge. me the way I take 10 steps back and I'm like well that's going to be a super elite let's just be real about 
that's a privilege and it's gonna it's gonna trickle down right so like maybe like super impoverished kids will just have flip phones with cameras or whatever or they'll just have like the samsung galaxy 5 later on will be like the low grade whatever i remember when texting like before texting was huge here this is a long time ago my grandpa was texting and he's from the you know he was in the philippines it was like even though the philippines was an impoverished third world country like they're still texting yeah and i remember being like why can't we text mom and she's like i don't know she's like it costs it's just a thing to do it's just it's, so it's weird so yeah even like it, it's weird how like even like uh you know people that are in poverty like so how phones like the way that you know everything because remember before i remember it was so expensive to have a phone yeah yeah you know i think i had a plan that had 100 minutes and it was like 50 bucks a month yeah well, and then you have to pay per text you probably have to yeah. pay exactly. per letter and like so all i do is play snake on my phone I hell mean, yeah part of the whole thing now. was just like it's business really the reason like why other countries like asia like their infrastructure is way advanced past ours because ours is entrenched in like the old kind of you know pack bell whatever system yeah. and then yeah. they all have lobbyists and you know, if we if That's we get awesome. to if we get to the point where everyone gets a phone, it's like, well, yeah, then they're losing money or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the reason there's a reason why things are harder to get here than oh, I than see. Overseas. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's just it's just and bizarre it's to me, like how businessmen, how like kids nowadays. I think that's I think what you said was like, man, that makes so much sense that kids don't really need to remember anything. So I feel like. Like if if they're I mean what's the point of remembering something if it's already documented in your phone you know you just look right. it up. That's... Like no one remembers. Like we're all part of that where we don't. I don't. I do not know either of your phone numbers. Yeah, I work with no, Marvin yeah. like every day. Exactly. Just, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know your numbers. Yeah. You know and it's and you don't even have to like <laughs> no, remember like spelling bees and stuff like that. I feel like that stuff will become obsolete because it's like what's the point? Like that used to be so important to me. Like yeah. I, I would yeah. get hundred on all my spelling tests. See, yeah, that was a big deal for me I as well. Didn't. Okay, I'm sorry, but I really hope I'm putting this out in the universe. I hope that people will still keep caring about their and their and your and your and two and two and two and two and two and two. Lol, Rofl, Smh. Whatever, whatever happens, there's always going to be a reactionary group of like, this is garbage. We need to keep the integrity of language. You know who we can we can count on? Then we can count on the hipsters of the next generation to bring us all back. Exactly. There will always be hipsters. You have spell correct on your phone. I don't. I disabled it. I'm just way throwback. Right, I'm so off. I, have I know how to spell. I have an yeah. app to kill my spell check because <laughs> yeah. I don't need it. I'm so smart. <laughs> no, I'm just looking for the day where I can. My secret code will be cursive writing. I mean, where oh, are these squiggles? Yeah, totally. <laughs> what is, that? is that a secret language? Totally. Like, yes. But that was like my pride. Is like having nice handwriting was like a big deal for me. Oh, I my know. handwriting sucked always. I'm so happy oh, yeah, now. It's terrible. all typing. Yeah. What is the deal, man? I don't know. I had that typical Asian that's awesome. handwriting thing, yeah. and I I could have made a living as a tattoo artist because that's what I did <laughs> when I first moved to Pleasanton you when I was 13. Artist? You made tattoos. Like I had my gel pens first of all. Gel like pens, I had yep. my. Did you have your little uh, like hell little, yeah, I did. Like, uh, case? Hell yeah. Fancy. Multiple from like San Rio, yeah, from Morning Glory. Oh, Who was your? I just oh, can't even imagine Glory. how much money I spent on pens, paper with Gosh. like nonsensical, non English. All you girls, like you guys had like so many little things, and I'm like, how much money did they spend? That's what I don't, I don't know. I just try to calculate. I'm like, oh my God, I could have <laughs> sent myself to college. But then, see, you guys would all lose it because you'd, I would, I would be that guy that's like, hey, do you have a pencil? And I would never give it back. <laughs> This is really cool. Yeah. It's really fun. I don't think I've 0. used a pencil 3. in years. Yeah, remember, I, yeah. I remember being like... Guys, remember uh, pencils? Guys, I have pencils right there. Remember lead pencils? I, yeah, no, I exactly. That them. was the thing. Yeah, do you have 0. 0.5 lead? Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have 0. 0.5 lead. Okay. Crap. I only and have then, 7, man. I only have 0. Yeah, 0. 0.7. Yeah, Sorry. Always, like, who uses 7? <laughs> it's too I thick. I always kept no. a blunt pencil in my backpack for those Scantron tests in college. Oh, nice. I would never have Would you be the guy that's like... Like, like I miss it. those. Yeah, I would actually. That's awesome. See, I would never. I feel like See, I, feel, I feel bad for all my professors who had to read through my chicken scratch blue book exams, Dude. which I had many. Yeah, I feel like I had I had this teacher once where Lost he was arts. so disorganized that I remember it was like our last project. It was eighth grade, I think. His name was Mr. Prince, and he was like this really like man. He was our football coach too, but I remember I didn't turn in anything or turn in this really tiny thing for like our final our final project and it was like it was like half the grade of the class like that's how heavy this project was muy importante i got like a b somehow but i don't think he even knew that i turned anything in he just like saw because he was like put it all on the table everyone's oh. projects were crazy he went to creative <laughs> group presentation 
and then I just remember seeing I got a B on it. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I think he was just like, B, B, I had, I had a teacher like that where she was, she was the, the swim best. coach. And then basically you can just replace that. So do you guys ever do like double entry logs? You guys know those? those what are? is that? It's Oof, like when you're reading a book and then you have to pull quotes and write like a commentary on it. No, I never did that. Um, that's how they train us to pull quotes for papers and stuff. Wow. And then, so one of our teachers, basically my, my classmates found out if you just replace the top page with like today's date, she'll just... Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. She didn't read it. She didn't read it. Because you think about how many, like, especially back then, like, you know, maybe nowadays, you know, kids are all using iPads and, and like, a lot of kids are using laptops. You know, the public schools are issuing laptops to kids. So, yeah. like, are a lot they? of papers. Yeah. Damn. Like, even, like, some of my friends that were in the Seattle school district, were they were given a MacBook. Yeah. Excuse me? I know, yeah. right? And so... <laughs> So I feel like it's it's easier now. I mean, maybe easier for teachers to at least just like be able to scan better than yeah. You know, you got to read through like Mina Marvin's Chicken Scratch, <laughs> right. you know, and like you got to make sense of it. I feel like I did appreciate like one thing my school did teach me how to do is write well, like ah. be able to like you know pull quotes, um, comprehend what we're reading, and like kind of put it on paper because yeah. it's really served me well since then. Marvin's a really good sure. writer. That's awesome. Um, I should have I should have gone to your school. <laughs> Terrible Every, everything else I is all right. I, I went analogies. to a school that was literally like half bungalows because we we I was the fifth graduating class out of my high school. It was a converted middle school. We didn't have enough classrooms, so half the classes were portable. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my so- sophomore year, one of our other permanent classrooms got burned down on a fire, <laughs> so we had even more portable <laughs> oh classrooms. Rebel now, children. Now, now they the have arsonists. Ones. Yeah, the smart yeah. ones. They know. They're like, we can use this wire and this wire and make fire. I'm done with this shit. Now, right, yeah. I'm finished. Now they have a really good, nice school, but back when we went, we, we called it Bungalino because it was just all bungalows. Bungalino. But, um, what were we talking about again? I, I don't know. I don't remember. High Throwbacks. Yeah. yeah. But here we are now. Here we are now. <laughs> North Hollywood. For real. We yeah. made it. Man. <laughs> We've been talking, uh, we're talking about our upcoming uh, conference that we're planning, actually. It's really exciting. This is nice. maybe like our little unofficial announcement. Uh-huh. But no, we like hasn't oh, publicized already- it. So whoever's listening, you got the inside scoop. Ooh. But we're kind of, we, we're, we're trying to figure out the what kind of messaging or what kind of interactive things we want to include in this kind of conference that's maybe a little bit different than what's already out there. Mm-hmm. For me... I was just thinking along the lines of like, my dad is constantly on my case about, oh, you work for collaboration. I have a job. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. It's going well, whatever. But for him, it's still not, uh, he's not particularly pleased with it. Every time I talk to him on the phone, he's Mm -hmm. like, "Uh, when are you getting a real job? Lately, he's been on this bribery thing of like, I'll pay for you to go get your MBA, which I still plan (laughs) on taking him up on it. Yeah. You know, and that's really generous of him. But like, he's still trying to like get me out of the arts your dad's bribing you with school with school That's but i'm a nerd so i'm like hell yeah if yeah. i had the time i hell want to get my mbs awesome and i never thought i would but it's just funny how you like you go from this childhood thing of like i'm good at math and i'm good at science because i'm just thinking about all these like subjects that i really excelled at and things i just didn't care for how that led me to be in collaboration right now that's part of the conversation we're having this morning about mm-hmm. The choices you make or things that you're naturally good at, the things that you major in at school, like how does that ultimately impact the outcome of your career, Yeah. right? Because everybody, when you're younger, you think that all those decisions are like, those are the decisions. Like if totally. I major in this, <clears throat> if I study in this, if I read yeah. this book, that means I'm going to I'm gonna be an astronaut and I'm, I'm whatever, you know? Yeah. I was thought I wanted to study computer science mm-hmm. and I took that first class. I was like, nope. <laughs> Noping out of here. <laughs> we, weeded yeah. me out. Yeah, that was how me in chemistry, 1A at Berkeley. I was like, so we're not doing this anymore. I'm like sitting there at 3 a.m. doing my project. I'm like, yeah, I'm copying this. Nope. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, I, I mean, you know, especially when you're younger, like you just think like astronaut, doctor. Um, which are all great you know, Which are all great, but that you, you like that's all you know. You know? Yeah. You feel like you have to just fall into one of those. Especially being Filipino, it's like you got to be a nurse or a doctor. Like that's it, <laughs> done but, and done. But I feel like you know you grow up and you start to experience. That's why I'm such an advocate for people, especially for young people, to travel. Right. You know, like just get out of whatever town you're in and just go for a little bit. Like just do whatever you can to travel to see the world and see how other people are making livings and realize that money, obviously, m- money you need money, but money is not the answer. Money just creates opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that I mean, especially you know, it's it's a known. It's a known thing about Asian Americans. Like, you know, our parents are very, especially first generation parents, they're very, you have to 
be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer. And it's just because, you know, they want what's better for, you know, for us, you mm-hmm. know, better than what they had. You know, my mom, she, she was, <clears throat> she dropped out of school because she had um, me and my older brother and she came <clears throat> to the States with my dad when I was like a year old or something like that. <clears throat> and she, like, she just had to start over from nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the case with a lot of Asian Americans. But, I think if you travel and you meet more people, you realize people are making livings like, and they're, they're happy doing what they do. You know, like I was a terrible, terrible student, like really bad, like C's. I failed. I don't know how I made it out of high school because (laughs) one of the requirements you had to, you had to take two years. You had to pass two years of foreign language. Okay. And I failed my last semester, which was my senior year. (laughs) What language? Spanish. Okay. Nice. No comprende. (laughs) Make you Exactly. He's like, yep. C. Sorry, I'm not being that girl. Make it's yo comprendo. Yo comprendo. Anyway, I never it, could roll like, my R's. That was my. Neither can I. I was like, yeah. 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 Was, I feel like a lot of Asian kids can't. Calientes. It's not happening. And I don't know how I made it out, but then I, I, then I, I went to school for a couple of years, and it was, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I think I wanted. To, I, I thought I wanted to be like a music pastor at a church. So I went to school for a little bit for that. And I realized through doing that, that I, you know, I didn't really, that's not really what I wanted to do fully. You know, I had other interests like recording. So I went to school for recording for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's when I actually, I've never experienced like a 4.0 in any class ever. And that was the first time I had ever gotten a GPA of 4.0. Nice. Actually, I think even higher than a 3.8. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And it was because it didn't feel like school because I was actually Because you're like, I want to learn this. Yeah. And like, the only way that I could have experienced that was because like, well, you know, the band I was in New Heights, we were recording and stuff and it kind of created this like, you know, big interest, you know, in me. And I think that's the only reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now, you know. And um, I think you just got to get out there and experience. I, I think it's it's so easy to be complacent. It's so easy to stay in one spot. And I'm not knocking anybody who has, you know, for, for, you know, all my friends like that are still in federal way. Like, Hey, I'll see you guys soon. But you know, for me, at least I needed to get out and I need to experience life and in my own way, in my own interpretation. Right. You know, it's interesting you say that because I was just saying like, so high school, like I was always like smart enough. Right. I was one of those kids who were like, I could get an A, but I'm in honors class and I've got a B counseling A, so B's okay for me, right? For sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what really kind of set me out, like like Minji said, like kind of the trajectory to where we are today is basically like I was super involved in a lot of random things in school. Like I was in the marching band, I was in wow. drama, I was in um, F business Whoa, club, you had service a clubs, very busy. like, <laughs> and I, I ran cross country, believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> and um. What, when did you have time to do all this? Oh, it's because it's cause I, I decided bees were okay. Um, so, so you would get up early. Yeah, I would get so up early every things, day. Like, you'd do zero, zero hour. hour yeah. and, then, um, and then you'd stay. Yeah, wow. stay late. Cross country. That's crazy. And then so, but it was through my organizations I started kind of, they sent me on conferences and started meeting people from other schools that are also doing mm-hmm. awesome things. And That's then it kind of got awesome. me used to kind of traveling, meeting new people. Nice. Like, a lot of my f- friends from high school Wow. And throughout, so when I got to college, I was like, "Oh, that's what I want to do too." Mm-hmm. So I got involved with organization, and I guess in terms of organizations, I got really into being a part of a like a bigger thing, right? So like mm-hmm. doing stuff to work with others, and, and that kind of here you are, mm-hmm. and, kind of, and then yeah, and then that kind of led into why I got, was drawn to collaboration in the first place, because I've always been interested in Asian American art and things like that, mm-hmm. but you know, to like actually do it was something that like to me was like. Yeah, it's no brainer. Like yeah. it's not it wasn't a hard decision. You mm-hmm. know, it was just like it's what I like doing, it's what I want to do. So it matches up. So see, let's that, see where this that, leads. That that's right? awesome because I remember feeling a really big disconnect with, you know, students like you because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't very involved in like school um you know school wasn't little, your thing, like well just I mean, I was very lazy, you know, and I was a bad <laughs> student. I just I felt like like just this disconnect of like being very envious of like I wanna be smart and I wanna be able to you know, because a lot of times I was like my, just my comprehension. I couldn't get things as fast. Even now, like anything that I learn, like I've, I, I used to take these video classes on like audio training, like audio engineering and stuff. 
and I'd have to watch the video probably four or five times and like slowly and watch things over and over again just to get it. And that's, and I think the, there's power when you figure out how you learn, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the hardest thing. I, maybe that's like a problem with like, you know, schooling nowadays. Is that Education system now is so standardized. Like, yeah. It's yeah. So they treat everyone the same. Yeah, which, isn't, you know? and, yeah. So, and yeah. honestly, that created like this insecurity in me. Like, I feel like I'm. <clears throat> I feel. I felt like I was slow, and I'm. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't want to say anything, mm-hmm. and it made me even scared to even like raise my hand or ask questions because I don't want to be. Ah, oh, I remember, I asked a question before, and I would just hear these, like these, this, this thing. <sighs> <laughs> like behind me and I'm like yeah. like by the girl like the girl like behind me she's like oh my god he needs to hear that again and so I just you know it created this like you know, this fear and yeah. so yeah. you know I, I envied mean, kid, kids are kids are jerks yeah and I, but I yeah. envied you know kids that just got it and it's funny how like you it, it's just it's weird how you know you were that student I was this student but yeah. we're both here now yeah. you know what I mean like it's kind of crazy how well I mean we're of the age where like we kind of live through not a lot of life but quite a bit of life to yeah. kind of get to the point where like we're more okay with where we were at or where we like yeah all the experiences to get here you look back and you realize everything was important exactly right um and then like for me i mean me being involved in a lot of things after school stuff is probably also do with just how i grew up like my dad was out of country like mm. eight months in a year wow right so it's just my mom mom my mom as long as i got decent grades didn't really yeah like really care what i did you know yeah. um yeah. so i just you know i had a lot more freedom than a lot of my other peers who had you know both their parents they're helicoptering and making sure they got straight a's so they go to harvard and all of that yeah you know, i didn't really yeah. get that kind of asian parent pressure yeah um all the time and like when, when my dad was home yeah he would like <clears throat> check my homework and all that stuff but yeah. like for me i was natural like i'm naturally a competitive guy mm. um in general so like but bees you know, are enough. I was looking at. Well, I no, mean, but I'm saying like that's, in terms that's of different, like <laughs> different, but different standards yeah. of competition. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, I was in FBLA, which was a organization that does competitive events for you know like businessy stuff. So I was mm-hmm. <laughs> state champion for PowerPoint presentation, pretty much like wow. No, stuff. for real though, he's but, really good. No, I know. That's why I'm not surprised here. at all. I didn't <laughs> actually know this. Until like, whenever yeah. there's a thing, she's like, Marvin, do it. <laughs> yeah, PowerPoint. I, mean, you know, I learned the PowerPoint procedure. I learned, you know, that's like, awesome. We had, it's event, a skill, we had an event. We had an event where I actually had to interview. Wow. Right. Wow. Like, and so this is high school. Yeah. So I did a lot of that stuff because like I was naturally competitive, and like you know, in terms of like just the way I view math and problems and problem solving, which is like, uh-huh. which is, which is why I kind of like operations and kind of ah. like stuff like organizations figuring out how to do things better. Because to me, it's like, I need to like, it's like when you solve a puzzle, you're yeah. know, like super proud. Like I need that high, you yeah. know? And that's what, and you get your highs from that's different things. That's kind of what things. I chase it. Yeah. 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 Cause We're that's what, like what, exactly what you said. It's funny. Well, we had the creator yeah. event last week, the women's networking thing. And, um, one of the main things about, leadership and entrepreneurship that one of our friends Mylan, she's actually a professor of entrepreneurship at Loyola she said the one of the most important things is learning how you learn mm. figure yeah. out what your learning style is because everybody is very very different yeah mm-hmm. and if you are a writer downer I'm totally making up words <laughs> I'm a <laughs> make up words person um but if you if you're a checklist person or if you just need a if you just need your visual storyboard or if you yeah. just need to not even write everything, but journal your feelings every day. If that's like how you learn and process things, mm-hmm. figuring that out is like such a critical thing, but it's hard to do in the current educational system that we're all kind of the standardized system, yeah. which, you know, like you look at something in different ways and it's just, how else can you teach all these millions of children yeah, reading, yeah. writing, arithmetic? Like there needs to be standardization. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of, because yeah, not everyone can get like special treatment. Exactly. The, it's hard to that, cater to individuals. Yeah, and especially, I mean, we can go on and on, but yeah. especially how much teachers are getting paid. For now. real. Like, like They're it's just, real heroes. It's really, it's, it's so weird how, how they just don't, I mean, I feel like they should be getting like six figures. Because, they should like, be. They deserve it. You know, like all the pressure and all, all like the stress, emotional but, yeah, I mean, babysitting. Yeah. You, you just look at, <laughs> yeah. especially since you know a lot of education is in the public, through the government. Like, just looking at budgets, like education is not a priority. Prisons you know? are a priority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, what do you get into it? But yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I agree though. Learning how you learn, yeah, I think is so crucial. And that was something that like I didn't realize until I was twenty five. Right. You know, and I wish that I realized that earlier. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. 
But like this is the but for me, I'm all like, but this is how it all makes sense because you're sitting here and we have this podcast and who knows who is this is going to reach and how many people or when. But I want to be able to put that out there because everybody has such a different way of going about life Mm -hmm. and hearing different people's stories. That's why whenever Travis and I get together, we spend like a good hour like we have something that we need to (laughs) to like do. Yeah. But that comes an hour after like, so what's going on in your life? Our collab production meetings, they would always we'd always run out of time because we would talk for like two hours and then it'd be like, oh, my parking's up. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's happening with your music? How's Allie doing? How's your dog? Like, are you cooking (laughs) exactly there's so many things to talk about but in everything that we've shared you know even in like the non-technical things that we talk about when we're sitting down to like talk about production i feel like i've been able to get to know you as a person Mm -hmm. and it's so i i love the way your brain works because it is different Mm -hmm. and when we talk about production it all kind of makes sense because Mm -hmm. you don't go about things the same way i do and neither does marvin like it's I like that because I'm like, dang, how'd you get there? Because <laughs> it's so different. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. And that. then when, and you're very talented, like that's what it comes down to. Like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing because that's where your strengths lie. You're very good at sound and you're very good at audio and like you studied it on top of this natural interest that you have. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know. Yeah, Travis just played his go. super secret demo for us. Oh my God, so I love sexy. it. Yeah, I'm so really sexy. I, love, I also love being <laughs> Thanks, privy. Guys. This is also why I do what I do, so that I can get the inside scoop from everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been working on a solo thing. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows, but so New Heights, the band that I'm in, we're taking an indefinite hiatus. Uh, and um, so I've just been doing a solo thing and um, doing covers every week. And I've been writing um, with with some, with I mean, for the I've been writing this EP for a long time, but now it's finally becoming this sound that i'm may i meet them and shake their hand yeah the writing the guys that right yeah actually the studio is like over here of course it is we tracked it over at um we're in the the boom boom room which is uh will smith studio what yeah yeah they've done like a ton of records there it's it's one of the nicest you have to come sometime it's you can go and get jiggy with them i cannot do it well but i will do it because again if the music comes on it's it's on like i don't care We were just talking about they Will can laugh Smith at me. last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Will. yeah. Gosh, did you see that that interview that was going back around? Like just what he what his little thing that he talked about. I mean, I mean, I'm sure people have seen it before, but he said it was so inspiring because um, the guy asked him pretty much like, you know, what sets you apart like from everyone, and he goes, he goes, uh, it's not that I'm more talented, and I'm I'm just completely paraphrasing, but he pretty much says it's not that I'm more talented, but if you and I both were to get on a treadmill. He goes, I would outwork you. And I'm getting I'm like, off last. He's like, I'm either going to die <laughs> or I'm going to outwork you. And yeah. I think that is just so good because, you know, like we talked about, it's like I feel in any opportunity, whether it's business or art or whatever, like in your in people's careers, it's like you have to be relentless. It's mm-hmm. the relentless one that refuses to give up. Right. That yeah. that is going to achieve something, you right. know, and obviously it gets hard, but. I mean, I just love that. What that he said it even that extreme. You know, I'd rather I I will either die or or I will outwork you. And that's why we love Will Smith. And then he went, nah, nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that's why I shared his video. Like I like he's a very he's another example of one of those. I think a lot of his success came not only because of that that persistent, relentless attitude, but because he's just so free with who he is. And that like yeah. showed so clearly in every episode of Fresh Friends oh of Bel Air. Yeah. Cause I just shared the dance compilation. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Cause I, I was like, that's how I want to live. Yeah. I want to be able to literally, literally dance like no one's watching, <laughs> but like for him, it's like everyone was, he didn't give, like, he's just doing his thing. I know. I, I know. confirm that you kind tonight. of dance like no one's watching. Huh? Minjari does dance like no one's Shut watching. Up. Yeah, kind of do. That's but that's taken me like it's funny for me again. Like kind of taking stock of where I am. I'm about to turn thirty and realize how different I am compared to how I was growing up. Yeah. I was and I still am. To no, I'll never lose that self conscious, self critical yeah. element of myself. I think it's just in our Asian selves. It's yeah. And it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's anybody. Anybody, you know, like we're very self aware. We're all social beings, whether we're introverted, extroverted. I think everyone like wants to be loved and wants yeah. to be respected and appreciated. And then how you're going to go about that is different for everybody. Yeah. But I was so self-conscious. I was super, super shy. Like mm-hmm. incredibly. This is funny. Like me saying this now, I, I chuckle because I'm like, I- I'm pretty, I'm pretty open now. I'm like, I'm not as afraid to go up to somebody. I completely don't know. I would love to make conversation. I want to awesome. make them feel welcome, whatever. But before I would rather like, 
put something in my eyeball before I did that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I would just like, no. Yeah, it's amazing how like life just changes us. It like really that, does change. You know? It really does change. And I'm I'm very grateful because even collab because that for me collaboration was the good uh, catalyst for that because it was something I cared about so much. So even if it made me uncomfortable to get up in front of people and talk about it because I was like, well, I want to do this because I care yeah. about this. Yeah, getting is recognition or somebody understanding what we're about. Fine, I will deal with that discomfort. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's fine. And then through that, I became more comfortable. I was like, cool. oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can kind of, okay. You know, and it's a constant thing. And then and then it becomes a choice. Like you're saying, like you then put in the hours saying, okay, maybe I have a natural talent or just have this really passionate interest in this. So now I'm going to put the hours behind yeah. getting really good at it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So like. Yeah, you're going to sit at home and watch audio engineering videos yeah. and tutorials. Thanks, YouTube. I'm going to all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, like, I don't know, put in the 10,000-hour the rule. I yep. really... Malcolm Gladwell. Well, because when I was younger, I was, like, I would, I would, I was, I didn't need Asian parent, Asian parenting, quote-unquote, I'm totally air-quoting it, because I was the psycho, like, I have to get straight A's. I came out of the womb. I was like, I should be getting straight A's. I'm smart. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I did. But then, like, then, but then things that I wasn't comfortable with or things that were so foreign to me, I wouldn't, like, I'd be scared to try it. That Mm. was my Mm. flaw. I was like, I'm good at this. So I'm going to go. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that speaks with a lot of people. It's like when we're good at, you know, one thing, why we don't want to be uncomfortable doing something else. Right. You know, but I, but you grow so much as a person yeah. when you do those things that you're uncomfortable with, you yeah. know? Yeah. Cause like, yeah, even if it's something like even working out or something, something simple, you know, you, you still grow so much getting out of your comfort zone. It's, yeah. It's kind of, it's crazy. Yeah. Like for me, drinking more water, <laughs> eating <laughs> breakfast. I li- literally didn't either yeah. of those. <laughs> and, and that was, yeah. That was definitely something that I learned just through, you know, just going to other places. Like traveling when I was in high school totally. and like going to like just seeing what awesome things other people were doing with their time and just kinda of, kinda of feel like, you know, I can probably do that too if I, you know, wanted to. Totally. And, you know, just realizing that like school is important. Mm-hmm. But it's not everything. It's not everything. Know? It's not everything. But here's then- <laughs> also the thing like that's a privilege privilege though. And that's where I think, you know, people can hate on technology and there's you know it's always going to be that attitude of like the older generation like oh you youngsters don't know how to appreciate anything mm-hmm. that's been the attitude of all older generations yeah, since yeah. the beginning of time yep. do you know what i mean the industrial revolution like oh you kids and your electricity and you don't know hard work you <laughs> yeah. don't know how to build you a kids fire and your electric guitar yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. so i mean like people can say that about this generation but i see a lot of again i kind of always rave about young people that i get to meet from collaboration mm-hmm. how smart they are and what they do with that elevated sophistication of technology and what they use it for. Yeah. Because I'm like, I think, okay, if you can't travel, say that you don't have the money to be able to do that because that is a privilege, it's a luxury. Mm -hmm. You have Snapchat. No, see, exactly. Go to Abu Dhabi today. I was totally going to say that. Man, you can do it. And that's what I, I mean, now we're going to like full circle. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) That's why I I love it so much because you can, you know, you can experience through through someone that lives, you know, because like yeah. visiting is one thing, right? Yeah. But like you, I, f- I feel like if you really do love travel, you want to like figure out why a local, like how a local thinks, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and and you can kind of see that and within a like a within a snap, you know, yeah. of of like what their day is, you know, like I they were I remember the, uh, Spain was doing it and they were like this is what we eat for breakfast in Spain, yeah, yeah. something as simple as that, you yeah. know, and it, I think that that like. I wonder how many how many young people or how many people in general are are seeing this and are like, I need to go to Spain. Right. You know, are right. like, how many people it's inspiring? Because before we weren't able to see that. We could only yeah. watch like travel shows or... And how many people did that, you know? Exactly. Right. Well, it's important also just to see that people from other places are normal. Just yeah. like right. you. Yeah, like Abu Dhabi. Like Honestly, <laughs> that was like, I mean, I'm like, they're, well, they're on Snapchat. Exactly. Know? So it's like... I'm on Snapchat. They're yeah, on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat. Yeah. You know, like it kind of breaks down the barriers and it, it, yeah. it pulls us all together. Or like when um, they had one in Kuwait where it's like half the I people there were just too. working at an oil refinery. Yeah. They yeah. had one in Kuwait? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, this is lunch in Kuwait. And they're like playing <laughs> rap music. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's, see, yeah. Well, we'll see where that takes us because everything we, we already know, we're getting globalized. 
um, it's important to empathize. And I hope, like, I'm not saying this to, like, glorify social media. It is what it is. It is a very big advantage that we have that we didn't have before. And I think mm-hmm. it's it's all about kind of, like, appreciating what it is. And sometimes you don't, like, again, when we were young, we didn't appreciate everything that we had because we we're just kind of experiencing it. Yeah. And it's the same for whatever. Yeah, well, it's the difference between just, you know, in the past you had to actively go, right? But, like, <laughs> now you can kind of passively let the world come to you. Mm-hmm. And which, for, is, which can be dangerous, but right, yeah, exactly. within but this for, conversation, for, it's awesome. For a lot of people, like, like, I know a lot of people who, you know, we all know a lot of people who, like, never, like, don't care about the outside world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, who just stay plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But, you know, now that they have this, like, Oh, that doesn't look so bad. Yeah, you know? exactly. I hope that, yeah, that, and that, that's exactly it. Like, you know, even the thing of like Kuwait, like there's people that, you know, a lot of people have prejudices or anything, but like, I hope that through even people seeing things like this, it just brings yeah. us closer to showing that, Hey, we're not different. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're all human beings and we all have the same feelings. And there's this great quote that I saw on Instagram it was a motivational Monday <laughs> that I'm actually going to steal and use for my motivational Monday. Very nice. But it said something like, like, um, everyone has their own, I'm just paraphrasing again. Everyone has their own, um, story. Mm-hmm. So be kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much saying, you know, cause I always, something that always helped me, I don't know how, I think I got this from my parents or something was like, you know, even when people are jerks to you or they're very like angry at you, it's, it's very easy for people to, to, react you know but i don't know how i i think i got this from my my grandma or something but i always wonder i first rather than reacting i always wonder okay why are they acting that way mm-hmm. and they're having know, a why, bad day exactly you know we all have bad day bad days <laughs> bad days so i don't know i think just yeah thinking about maybe you know thinking from that person's perspective like Maybe they're not going through, you know, they're not in a good place. That's my favorite part about acting. It doesn't mean that it's turned me into a saint or anything like that. And trust me, like, I have a lot of <laughs> irritating moments where I need oh, to, like, too. work yeah. on it. But at least I'm very, very grateful. And that's why I think I'm so into it and want to keep doing this for a mm. really long time yeah. is what I, I get to learn mm. by being other people. Mm. Like, I'm like, oh, damn, for that scene or whatever like today i have a scene in class i got to play a lawyer who's uh defending a convict or like defending someone who shot somebody and what kind of stress that would be and it actually makes my understand me understand my brother better because my brother's an actual attorney who's a litigator and again i just kind of get to be in a different world for a second and i'm like wow so if everyone's saying that like a lawyer's an asshole like I don't fully agree with like you know that's everyone jokes about like oh lawyers are liars but (laughs) Then it's you not, kind of break it down further. I'm like, well, let's talk about the, the justice system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's it's talk a little about, bit gray. It's yeah. not all black and white. But they're going to, and my brother's an attorney. You know, like the idea that people are painting him as like, a, I was like, no, my brother's one of the best people on the planet, yeah. you jerks. Like, exactly. All the things, you get to think about all those things. So that's why I love what I'm doing that's um, awesome. and why I want to do more of it. But that's, this is the interesting world that we're in where we're exposed to a lot. And I'm really just curious to see what we do with it. Absolutely. And so I'm just glad that you are here on this podcast. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. And honestly, again, because you and your lady love and congratulations Mm -hmm. to Allie for the show. We talked about it last week. I'm so excited for Wrecked. Yeah. I wish I had TV, but I'll find (laughs) another way to watch it. Yeah. We can probably watch on Hulu. Speaking of Hulu, we had a retraction from last week's episode because we said the mini project got canceled, which it was at the time. Briefly. of recording, but they just got picked up uh, for another like two seasons. Really on Hulu, on Hulu, yeah. Oh, nice! Wow, good for her. Yeah. So you get more mini Kayleen. There you go. Yeah. Coming up. See, these are all the various platforms. So it's like one door closes, another one opens. Exactly. As long as you got the following and the fans. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Dude, I can't wait to hear your EP. I got Thank to you. hear the sample. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. I'm excited. I think. Uh, I think finally. It's just I was able to like you know meet up with writers that that understood like the vision and because you know as a writer you you go through you write whatever you're listening to honestly it's kind of weird <clears throat> and I just knew where I wanted to go and I knew that I couldn't get there unless I like needed and you know unless I asked for help and um and I think that's you know because a lot of writer or a lot of you know singers um they especially like untraditional 
um, you know, people who who started singing and started becoming an artist in not in a, in not in a, a traditional way, more like on you know YouTube and stuff. It's I've noticed that a lot of people are very they don't want to share anything or they don't want to write or collab because it's like well you know I don't need to. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's something that happens when you write with other people and you 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 find out things about you know not every single writing session with other people is going to be great mm-hmm. but at least it's like the whole experience thing we're talking about you know stretching yourself you learn more and a lot of times when i've co-written with people we the song becomes way better than i thought it would be mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so obviously not every time but the majority of times it has yeah and so. even if it happens once i feel like that could be worth it exactly and for me i feel like it's a good thing to sorry that's my... <laughs> oh Oh, but it's also just good to like carve out like what you learn that you don't like as well or like what doesn't work yes. for you is really, really important yes. too. Totally. You're just like, okay, so that's not my sound or that's not exactly. the vibe that I want to have. Or it's all learning. I'm getting all artisty and it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's not my thing. Swish my hair back. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Cora, see things happening. Thank you. Yeah, a lot more things happening coming up for Thank everyone. You. We Especially knew. in collaboration. If you're listening to if you're listening to this on Wednesday when we first release, which you really should, you should just listen to our podcast right away. Um, yeah. Collaboration New York's having a spotlight event tonight. Nice. It's always great. Shout out to Collab NY. Yeah. There it's really you met you had you worked the show. You he, Travis produced the show where Sung won. Yeah. Sung beats and he's he's been working. Oh, he just in. released a cover of uh sorry, yeah, all that. <laughs> sorry, I tried. It's like a Nick Jonas song. Yeah, he did nice. a he did a cover with Ivan Polanco, who's another collaboration New York finalist. They nice. did a collab of chains. Of, That's yeah, dope. Yeah, I gotta hear that. Yeah, you should. That's different from two chains, right? Yes. Stop it. <laughs> I am not hip. <laughs> we are so cool. Two chains. Um, That's Aaron's territory. <laughs> oh, did you see his um? No, let's I can't not, believe we're talking not. about him again. No, stop, you see stop, that stop. story where he went to that really, really ratchet concert in no, Seattle? I didn't. Oh, good. I good, wish I did. Good for your eyes. <laughs> did he park well? He probably parked really well. I don't know. He he's didn't record he's that hanging one. out right now with um, Mary, Mary from, from Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Yeah. Oh, cool. Damn it, Aaron talked about you again. They're probably eating lobster rolls and drinking. Oh, they're IPAs. in Vancouver today. Really? Oh man, they probably had like really good shumai. See, <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I need to go to Vancouver. Vancouver's fun. I like Vancouver. I heard. Yeah, but uh, again, jealous that I'm not in New York for another one of their spotlights. They're so good. Um, and I hope someone's Snapchatting it because then I'll see it. <laughs> and then uh, Collaboration Chicago is having a social mixer and open mic um, next week, next Wednesday on uh, May 27th at the Mott Street Chicago patio. So if you're in Chicago, check it out. Weather's nice. It'll be fun. Chicago's gorgeous. And Shut then. Down. Yeah, and then if you're with us here in Los Angeles, um, again, our next Los Angeles show is coming up on June 27th, um, about a little over a month from now, actually. Crap. Where's it at? At the Los Angeles Theater Center on um, Spring Street. Yeah. Um, Everyone go. Yeah, right where uh, where, uh, Art Walk is. Yes, I will be there. I really want you there. It's going to be a really good show. It's going to be dope. The venue is really cool, and the after party is right in the lobby. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. And uh, where can people find your stuff, Travis? Um, so I do a weekly cover on my YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com slash Travis Atreo. That's T-R-A-V-I-S-A-T-R-E-O. Um, you can find me on travisatreo.com. And uh, Twitter is Travis underscore Atreo. Instagram, Travis Atreo. Um, Very consistent. Try to. Good branding. Oh, so I found out. <laughs> so I, I had to change my my twitter to travis underscore atreo Why? well just because i used to be travis heights for new heights uh-huh. then i changed it i'm like and it said it's taken like travis atreo i'm like who <laughs> who and then months later after i've been using travis atreo mm-hmm. i realized i made that years ago good job so i'm gonna have to <laughs> so take it by yourself <laughs> exactly that's different that's ass yeah I'm like, wait him. a second because minji is minjeezy with four e's yep. and minjeezy the normal spelling is taken by uh i think it's a girl in korea <laughs> We're gonna have a little talk in yeah. Korean. I don't know. I'll get someone to translate. Chogyo. <laughs> Travis is more Korean than I am, by the way. Try to be. Try yeah. To be. It's just environmental. <laughs> yeah. All the Koreans there, in yeah. Seattle. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle, man. 
I've only been there once. I didn't try it. So apparently you guys eat your hot dogs with cream cheese? Cream cheese, Pretty caramelized good. onions. That is a... Good. I mean, if you put cream cheese on a hot dog, then it's a Seattle dog. And it makes it way better. I'm just saying. I've heard from Chicagoans know. that a few of them, like people who live there for like 18 years, uh-huh. that they don't like their Chicago dogs. Like the ones with like it's mustard. Really? And like they don't like them? It's a mustard, couple of them green were... relish. Um, I like, like them. Celery salt. I, yeah. It's, they're not bad. Seattle dogs are good, but San Francisco, we have the Dirty Dogs, which is the bacon wrapped. I, mean, I don't know if that's specifically San like Francisco. That. That's an LA it's, thing. Is that's it LA? A, yeah. Well, we have it up there, well, too. anything bacon wrapped. I know, exactly. Thieves. I'm in. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> we'll leave you on that happy note. <laughs> yeah. Bacon. Bacon's good. Um, yeah, so um, that'll do it for this week's podcast. Thanks again to Travis for joining us and Ooh. talking about... I don't even remember what we talked about. Every so studio many things. pictures. We talked about Aaron. Dragon Ball Z hair. Yep. Oh. My pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We got it. Like, there. It's it's coming. Like the nostalgia videos on the Asian years. Oh yeah, they're yeah. coming. They're coming. Because yeah, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> they have to happen. Yeah. They're happening. Like a TV show or something. Asian years, man. All right. That's it for the collabcast. Um, I'm Marvin. She's Minji. You're Travis, Ooh. and we're signing off. Bye, guys. See ya.